Entrepreneurship Mondays on Drive Time Experience. Oh, yes, it is indeed. As I uh, mentioned earlier, Lebo Mushekhoa started uh, his own business in uh, a room in his backyard in Orlando West. So where to? Currently, he finds himself selling Kasi Township Culture 15 years on as MD of his own multi-million-rand empire, research firm called for Shizi. Uh, Lebo, good afternoon. Welcome. Hey, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Hi to also your listeners. Mm. Yeah, man. Mm. Inspiring story. We'll get into the detail. But as a student, I see uh, you started up a uh, website called SowetoRocks.com. Had you always known that uh, you wanted to be an entrepreneur? Um, I think I did. I think um, I've always wanted to be part of the solution. I think some of the things that I've seen also is that most of us, uh, you know, we're quick to go and apply for a job, which is nothing wrong with it. Mm-hmm. But um, along, along the years, I've picked up that there was a gap in terms of understanding us as black people. Obviously, I'm talking 15 years ago, I did not have a lot of case studies to go to the people who have the power to make decisions, mm-hmm. who are not living in the townships, to say to them, listen, the, the, the language you're putting in your radio ads, there's other languages that we speak, it's not just those nine languages. Mm-hmm. Um, the way we use our products, we don't just use our products for just that. You know, cooking oil has got second usage, Coca-Cola has got second usage, um, you know, and all these other things. But um, I didn't have any case studies, I'd, you know, and yet I was not the only one who was feeling this frustration. I entered the advertising industry. Yeah. I didn't last that long. Um, I think arrogantly also just because I, a lot of the advertising awards that I've won, um, I did not have a creative director. So... I had worked for those white agencies, mm-hmm. but they didn't understand my work. But they still submitted for the awards without understanding what is it that I had said. And then yet, yet I still won those awards. So I kind of like figured I was onto something here that they, maybe generally there might be just a bigger gap of understanding us, the 80% population of this country. Mm-hmm. So I embarked on that. Nobody was willing to fund me. No one was willing to take risks on me. So I started from ground up mm. and I built it. Uh, now it employs 31 people. Mm-hmm. But, but let's go back to those, just briefly, to those days when you were employed by the advertising industry that's predominantly still today yes. uh, owned by uh, by white male. Sachi and Sachi is where you worked and uh, I believe that's where you got the inspiration to start for Shizi. Yeah, I mean I've worked for other agencies um, over those years as well. Um, one is one obviously have to be grateful that you're given an opportunity where in these today's days it's so difficult for any young person be black or white to tap into these industries yeah. and take chances with you so a lot of them did allow me actually and, and they gave me uh, an opportunity to show my skills but it's just that you know when you find yourself having to explain certain things that if you're black I don't have to explain them to you yeah. it gets a little bit more frustrating Mm. You know, when you start saying, no, you know, uh, there are certain medications that we use on our kids that when you look at the top of the bottle, it says no under 12, but yet we use on a, a yes. child who just born yesterday. I'm talking about yeah. those Harman's tape dribbles and mm. all those things. Mm. And mm. when you start explaining that to people and you have to explain yourself, mm. when you start telling them that, no, look, you say week before last, but we say next of next, off, next week, last of last week. Sure. And when you're starting to say, I'm sure, it does not mean I'm sure. Mm. It means I suspect. Mm-hmm. You know, they didn't get... Uh, in fact, it means the uh, total opposite. It means the total opposite of mm. that. And yet, um, these were just some of the challenges that one tend to find. So, I embarked also on going and lecturing. I went back to school to go and lecture. So, I went back to the schools that I went to study at, like AAA and Vegas of this world. Yeah. I became a lecturer there. I went to study, tried to teach them about the insights. 
And then um, having been the only person who knows how to write a township lingo dictionaries, yeah. I found myself in a situation where I was in a unique position to teach people about the language because mm. we as black folks, we tend to think these words just exist. Mm -hmm. But the more and more and I started to study these words, I found that there were actually a reason behind those words. Mm. I mean, if you think about it, we used to call that uh, BMW 3 Series a G-string. Mm -hmm. But the reason is because the front grille of the, the car, yes. it looks like a G-string. You know, the reason why we call a thousand rent stainer is because when you take 10 rents worth of a thousand and yeah. pile them on top of each other. It becomes other, a brick. It becomes a brick. Yep. So there's actually a rationale mm -hmm. behind mm -hmm. these words that we just call whatever the case may be. So I embarked on that and more and more I started to invest money into it. I started finding that there are also different dialects and different of, uh, versions of this language in yep. different provinces. Mm -hmm. For mm -hmm. example, if someone, for example, in other provinces, they used to call black label uh, Tentrapul One mm -hmm. because that's how quick it is, mm -hmm. you know, wow. to get you drunk, <laughs> you know. So it became very interesting it's a, it's a, it's a to me. So I started then yeah. with the business and we, uh, having owned many other businesses, I've owned an SMS company, sure. I've owned a magazine, I've owned many other things. Yeah. And I've always known how to cut my losses. Mm. I, I, I wanna get, sorry, I want to get to uh, Foshizi before we run out of time. So yeah. you have compiled the dictionary, South Africa's first township Tal dictionary, Skamto dictionary. Uh, but let's get back to Foshizi. You generate an income of 10 million rand a year and you employ about 31 people. Uh, surely there were challenges, but let's talk about the good things that uh, you can look back and say, you know, I'm proud of this company. Yeah, I think some of the good things that I'm proud of is we continue to stay independent. So we're still 100% uh, owned by us. So I think that's one of those achievements um, mm -hmm. that we should be proud of. We now also are present in Kenya, Nigeria, Botswana, mm -hmm. uh, independently. So that's also a great part of it. And those are some of the things we've learned that if we want to tell our own story, we have to actually, if we're not willing to invest in our own business, yeah. we cannot expect someone else actually to invest in our own business. Mm -hmm. You know, so those are some of the, 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 the great things that have happened. We worked with multinational brands um, from FMCG to banking to motoring. I mean, 80% of our business, of our clients are registered on the JC, and we do a lot of work for them. We open a lot of opportunities for them. Mm -hmm. And we always believe that before I just come up with any concept, I got to go and engage the people. Mm -hmm. So the way we conduct our research, we go to the people. We never, we'll never forget that if you want to talk to people in their own way, in their own language, in the most comfortable place, go mm -hmm. to them in their territory. What was your yeah. biggest account yet? Our biggest account yet, Toyota. Uh -huh. hmm. I think those are one of the biggest accounts we, we have. Mm -hmm. uh, we have some banking clients as well, but Toyota has been one of those big ones. We've also done a lot of significant work for the likes of Nando's, mm. Hallard Insurance and things like that. Wow. So we're doing a lot of work within uh, that space. Um, yeah. You and know. you're a young guy. I mean, how old are you? <laughs> I'm 33. 33? Yes, guy. my youth. Wow. I, ne I never felt my youth because mm. at, um, when I, you, you subtract uh, 15 out of my, my years, yeah. when my friends were partying and boogieing, I was building a business. There you go. Yeah, huh. and uh, I'm glad to look back now to say, wow. I can afford to have a second life now. Mm. Yeah. Well, well, fantastic. I mean, unfortunately, we're out of time. Just just some uh, word of advice to other budding entrepreneurs who want to follow in your footsteps. I think a couple of things that I will quickly just share. One of them being that if you are the boss of your company, don't behave like a boss. Mm. Nobody wants to work for a boss. Okay. Be, be part of the employees. Yep. Have a contract with yourself. Don't just say, I'm the boss, so I can come and go as I please. Mm -hmm. Have a contract because down the line, you need to employ someone to run your business and replace you in your position. Hmm. So whatever contract you would give to that person, it's a contract you should sign with yourself. Mm. You know, um, Those are one of the things that I've seen. Your business account is not your personal account. 
Mm-hmm. You got to end it yourself. Yeah. And what's business is business. Mm-hmm. Um, if anything, SARS will teach you that in the harshest way if you don't do that. Mm-hmm. Other things, set your monthly targets. Diversify your portfolio. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're still running, say, a one-man show, best thing to do is start figuring what are the things that you're good at and what are the things you're not good at. And the first things you need to do is get people who are very good at the things that you're not good at. Mm-hmm. You know, that way you start focusing on the things that you are good at. And much as it's supposed to be a, 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 a nine to nine job yeah. and a Monday to Monday job, you got to have a life. So try to always strike a balance, balance. Yeah. have a social life. Mm-hmm. Because then when you walk away from it, you are able to get a clear vision. You know, knock off like everybody else, but not now if you're still a one-man show, a two-man show. Mm-hmm. When you start making the monies and having the clients that you want, you mm. need to start having a day off. Because come Monday, you are able to have fresh thinking. Exactly. When you start conducting those status meetings and things like that, mm. that actually comes to play. You can recharge the batteries. I like the first thing, uh, the first two things you mentioned. Don't rush to be a boss. In fact, don't be a boss. Don't Just be. run the company. Yes. Just be part of the employees. I like that. I think people are too quick to, to be the boss and, and, yeah. and everything yeah. else. All the frills and thrills that come with it. My man, it's an inspiration just talking to you. All the very best and uh, you've already done well really you don't need my wishes or well wishes but uh, well done i'm humble and thank you all right fantastic there's an inspirational uh, young man 33 years old running a 10 million rand firm uh, research firm called for here in houting based houting based but we are national Oh, okay. How did this but national? I get that. I it's get global that. now. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, global yeah. is uh, where we're aiming. All right. Lebu uh, Mushakwa, you're a superstar, my man. All the best, eh? Thank you.